0: Well, good afternoon and welcome back to our fifth podcast on uh, dealing with some of the emotional and psychological issues of the enforced isolation. We're here with Dr. Mike McBride, who has practiced in our community for 35 years, helping people in these, with these very things. And uh, what we want to do with this podcast is just start a QA. and a Uh, We're going to ask Mike a couple of questions. We haven't really rehearsed these, so I don't know what he's going to tell us, but I have a a little bit of an idea after what you've shared with us, Mike, so far. Thank you for being here. And, uh, Colette, we're going to ask you to throw out the first question here, and let's see what Mike has to say. From what I have heard you
1: say, we still have a whole lot more control over our own personal lives than we might tell ourselves, um, how do you come to the place where you say, I take control, I want to change, I want to make do something differently, that can help the trajectory of where this is going? Yeah, I think that's an excellent question, and I think uh, it can go a lot of different uh, ways, a lot of different directions, uh, but I, I guess in response to that question, I would start with Uh, the need or the value of taking this time for some soul-searching to figure out who we really are. Um, You know, when you strip away the job and you strip away the medical uh, system, you strip away the government, you strip away uh, the friends and the family, and you're spending a lot of time by yourself and by yourself with God, who are you? And uh, once we can go through that process... I think we can come out the other side of this experience with a, a clearer vision of not only who we are, but who we want to be. What changes do we want to make in our life? Are these really the values uh, that we want to project into our future? Do we want to change our our values? Do we want to find a different direction or find another purpose? And And all of that is infinitely open to our our creativity. Um, I mean, God has given us the capacity to use our frontal lobes and to make decisions, and And I think when we accept the leading of the Holy Spirit in our life, it gives us an opportunity, um, you know, to put a more positive frame on uh, what we are going through. Maybe this could be viewed not as a blessing. That might be too strong a word. But as an opportunity, an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to strip away all of the uh, supports and the crutches of our life and figure out who we are and how we might live our life differently when we come back to the, the chaos and the routine and the rhythm of things. I don't know if that got at some of what you were asking. Yes. So are you seeing that there might be hidden benefits of this time? Yeah, I I think absolutely there are hidden benefits. Um, I've uh, I've always felt that it's easy to look in our past and see how God has led us. And we know that God will lead us in the future, but we don't really know what his will and purpose is until we get through something and look back and see what has come out of that. And I think that hopefully will be my experience, and I think others as well, there are some positive dimensions to um, isolation. I mean, some people, including Jesus, would go up into the mountain to be alone in order to feel close to God and to talk to God. Um, He left his disciples behind and went up in solitude. You know, there, there are some benefits, I think, to solitude. We don't want to stay there forever. It might be another week or two weeks, or it might be another month or two months, um, but there is an end to this. It's not like we're going off to a monastery for a complete life uh, commitment to solitude. Um, but I think some good things can come out of it.
0: I think you're right, Mike. Uh, in fact, a lot of good things could come out of this. And I, I see one of those things as uh, maybe a, an opportunity to start some new habits. Could you talk a little bit about how do, how do we make a new habit? How long does it take to get a habit? And uh, is it possible by the that by the time this is over that we might we might have some different different life choices that are sort of semi-automatic to us? Yeah,
1: I think that's a that's a fair question, and I think it's a good question. Um, and without going into a lot of the technical psychophysiology, um, I think what I would say is that if a person wants to create develop a new habit. It's going to take them about 21 days, about three weeks. Okay. Uh, In terms of how our new neural pathways are created, every time we engage in that new behavior, there are little substances known as terminal boutons. At the end of our neural pathways, you know, we have the... We have the uh, cell body, we have the axon, we have the dendrites at the end of the dendrites, we have the terminal boutons. And the more we engage in a behavior and the more frequently we do it, the more terminal boutons build up at the end of that pathway. So if you wanna change that pathway, you have to begin engaging in that new behavior and take time to build up enough boutons at the end of that neural pathway so that it becomes an option becomes yes. a new a new routine that you can engage in. Now the important thing to, to remember is that once these terminal boutons build up, they never go away. So all it takes, you know, if 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 the new if the new neural pathway is I'm not going to eat ice cream every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stop you, picking on me. <laughs> and so you stop eating that ice cream. Every night you think about it, but you think about it less and less, and pretty soon you're building up these new neural pathways, you know, where you go read instead of eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, five, six months down the road, somebody's sitting at your house, and they say, you know, it would be really good if we had some ice cream. Oh, just this once. So you have that one scoop of ice cream, all of a sudden, you've activated the old neural pathway with all of those habit-formed terminal boutons, and you're back into it, even though you have a new neural pathway. So the, the goal is to build up this new neural pathway with enough strength over time mm-hmm. that it becomes your primary pathway. Yes. And that the
0: old pathway is yes. there, but it's disconnected. Right and you the have the new ones, which are good the good habits that you want to have. Exactly. Now, I might argue with you that eating ice cream before bed might not be a bad habit, but um, <laughs> we want better habits, and this is a good time to have them because we're all going to have 21 days here. We can start some new things. <laughs> I read a, an article once about guy, uh, uh, an architect that they laid out a, a college campus, and he didn't pour any sidewalks until he seen where all the kids were walking because they were beating down the grass. And once he saw where those paths were, they went back and they poured the sidewalks. And uh, that's sort of what you're talking about here with the neural pathways. Mm-hmm. Good so, illustration. So we can, we can do that. We can, we can have some habits. We can start some habits.
1: So in some ways, we've, we've been given a gift of time.
0: It's a, a gift time of time. to
1: to choose, again, the life that we want to have going
0: out of this period of, of isolation.
1: Yeah. Stay at home. Social distancing is not mm-hmm. social isolation or be put being put in prison into right. an isolation unit um we don't like it because we don't know it it's unfamiliar um if we did this for five ten years we'd probably start to see some some changes in human behavior perhaps um but yeah we we can we can make changes in a period of uh, you know three months and those changes can be lasting changes and this time that we have can be considered a blessing. Stay healthy, practice uh, you know, safe hygiene, washing your hands, not touching your face, yada, yada. All of that's important to stay healthy and to survive this thing. But as I said before, once you strip away all of these other things that we've depended on in life, what we're left with is us
0: and God. That's right. And maybe the most important things will come to the surface. Good. Well, we would like you folks to be able to ask a question as well. And I'm going to give you two email addresses if you would like to email a question here. And uh, we will pose it to Mike and we will convene another podcast uh, next week. And we will deal with nothing but your questions. So you can mail, email a question to the church website that's on any of your bulletins or it's in the directory. Or I'll tell it to you right here. The church email address is squimadventist at squimsdachurch.org. That's squimadventist at squimsdachurch.org. Email that in there. Jay will compile them, and uh, we will put them to Mike. Uh, you can also send your email address to me directly if you want to, and that's mc. P-E-K-A-R at uh, gmail.com. Send them in and we will meet with Mike again and and find out what he has to say on some of these questions. We hope that this has been helpful to you, that you will uh, be able to put some of these things into practice in your life, that you will survive healthier than you were before this all started. Again, Mike, thank you so much for coming down here to the church and and spending these hours with us going through this. Uh, I I really appreciate what you've done. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me, and I hope that this information is helpful.